I believe as a Christian that um, I believe as a Christian that God can speak to us, and I believe that God um, is with us here. And so I'm just going to pray just now, and um, I would love if you just if you felt able just to pray with me um, that that God would speak to you just now. Um, so let's let's pray, dear God. Um, we choose to believe that you can speak to us. Would you speak to us now? May we hear from you. Amen. Amen. Welcome, guys. Grab a seat. Um, right. We are going to be, we're talking about heroes and villains, heroes versus villains, and we are going to be talking about the ultimate good versus evil story that, that has been ever told. That In fact, all the other stories since are echoes of this story. And... Um, I'm going to split it into three scenes. First scene, and I'm going to need some help acting this out. Um, And I'm going to, like, I think I'll pick on the band because the band members haven't done much tonight. So um, let's get them involved. So first of all, where's Luke? Where's Luke? You're not Luke. Luke, come on, give give Luke a big welcome. Come on. Luke, for, for the purpose of this part, I would like you to just to play God. Okay, so I thought that would be fitting for you. Um, in, the, in the beginning, right, this is, these are the first words in the Bible. It says this in Genesis chapter 3, sorry, Genesis chapter 1, verse 1. In the beginning, right, this is you, you've got to act as I speak here, Look, Just be creative here. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. That's good. That's good. I think we can give Luke some support. He's doing well here. He, he created, right, uh, it continues. He created light and darkness. Oh, oh we, yeah, look at that. And darkness. And darkness, A.V. Whoa, see what we can do. And light. And darkness. Hey, no, just, yeah, we're back to light. We're back to light. Um, and he created land and water. Plants and trees and the, 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 the moon and the sun. Oh, right, nice. Uh, and creatures in the water and on land. Nice, okay. And then he made the pinnacle of his creation, humanity. Right, and we need an Adam here. Where's da- Daniel French? Come on, Daniel French. Right. This is Genesis 2 verse 7 says, wait for it if I can find it, the Lord's God, the Lord God formed a man from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils. Come on, come on. Would you like to see Luke breathe into Daniel's nostrils? Yes, come on. Uh, right, breathe into his nostrils. The breath of life. Okay. And the man became a living being. Now give so- a bit more life than that. Come on, Daniel. Like, come on, act it out. Are we dance or something? Are we dance? Okay, right, he's good. He's alive. Brilliant. Um, he put him, God put him in the Garden of Eden. This is paradise, the perfect garden. Look around, man. Look around, Adam, and enjoy paradise. A bit more partying, I think. A bit more partying. Nice. Okay. And uh, there was only one rule, and that rule was don't eat 
from this one tree. You can eat from all the other trees, all the other, all the other fruit, but not that, the fruit of that one tree. Okay, one, one tree. Okay, and then there was one thing that was not good in all creation, was that Adam was alone. And so God thought we need to make a partner for him. And he made an Eve. Okay, so we need an Eve. Uh, let's, let's be safe here. We need an Ailey. Uh, where, where is Ailey for a sec? Oh, not Lewis. Come on, an Ailey. He made an Ailey instead. Not Lewis. What's your name, sorry? It is Lewis. I thought it was. Right, okay, he made an Eve. Come on, some, come on we need some chemistry here. Okay. <laughs> okay, this is this is getting awkward. I'm going to keep moving, um, and and together, like they looked after the they looked after the garden of paradise. Come on, get together. Oh, you are together. Uh, uh, come on, arm round. No, no, no. Uh, together, they they looked after the garden. Let's see, you're looking after the garden. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that is true. Sorry. Yeah, no. Okay, they're looking after the garden. Brilliant. And then everything was perfect. It was paradise. Uh, Genesis chapter 2 verse 25 says, the man and his wife were both naked. Well, we'll move on. And they felt no shame. They were innocent. There was no, there was absolutely no badness. It was paradise. It was perfect. But then... The scene continues, enter the serpent, Sandy. Come on, serpent, Sandy. Genesis, Genesis chapter 3, verse 1, now the serpent. Oh, nice, nice snakeage. Um, the serpent was more crafty than any of the wild animals the Lord God made. He said to the woman, get up. Come on. He said to the woman, be more standy up and serpent-like. Um, he said to the woman, did God really say, just pretend and I'll say it, did God really say you must not eat from any tree in the garden? Do you see the lies? Do you see the lies of the serpent? The snake, he's entering paradise. He's representing the enemy, the devil, the villain has entered this scene in the form of a sandy snake. And he's, he's whispering lies where there has only been goodness. He's whispering lies. And the lies he's saying, did God really say that? No. The answer Eve should have been ready with, no, he didn't actually say that. He said, you can eat from all these trees. But, but the serpent tries to deceive and actually wins. He, he, he convinces Eve that the fruit of this one tree, the one tree that was barred, um, and Eve took the, the fruit of that tree. It, just pick, just pick. Um, okay, we've got fruit of a tree. It looks perfect. It's a passion fruit. Nice. Um, it, and she took a bite. Just, don't like it. Just, just pretend. Okay. Oh, and it was delicious. And so she then passed it to her husband. Um, and Adam took a bite too. And in this scene, do you understand what's happening here? We have got, uh, before now, right? God's come and stand next to them, stand close. They've got this unity, God with his people. They are together. Nothing is separating them. This is paradise. This is perfection. And then the serpent, Sandy, comes in and he drives a gap. Come on, between 
God and his creation. This snake has caused a great divide. His people, God's people, his perfect creation has caused a divide, a separation. They have chosen to obey the serpent instead of God. They have chosen, they have chosen evil rather than goods. And this finishes with God's judgment. And this scene closes with God saying, what have you done? He came to walk with his people and they were hiding because they knew they had done wrong. And he says, what have you done? You've broken paradise. You've you've turned against me. You've gone your own way. You've followed the lies of the snake. And so the scene closes with a glimmer of hope though that one day there's a, there is a prophecy. This is a word that will come true in the future. One day there is going to be one who will crush the head of the snake. And, and he will destroy the work of the enemy. That is the, the glimmer of hope, the flicker of hope that's left. Closing scene one. Have a seat. Have a seat. End of scene one. Fast forward. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Stay, stay, stay. stay. We tell me. We, we're fast forwarding to scene. We're in scene Two. Sorry? Um, tell you what. Yes, come on. Come on. Lewis. Oh, would you like Lewis to be in scene two? Lewis, come on, come on, come on. I'll include you. Oh, please, Lewis. Right, okay, right. Well, we'll, we'll move on. Lewis, maybe scene three, okay? Get ready, get ready. Fast forward. This is scene two. Fast forward 2,000 years. Jesus arrives. Look, you're back. You're now representing Jesus, God's perfect son. There was a miraculous birth. Okay? And uh, uh, he, cl- he grew up to be a man. He claimed to be the son of God. And, and Daniel and Ailey, you're back. Back on scene. Um, you still represent humanity. This is just 2,000 years ago. And Jesus came to earth and he performed all kinds of miracles. And he healed the sick. <laughs> probably more amazing than that. But, but that was a good one. Um, and you heal, he healed the sick. Jesus healed the sick. And he raised the dead. Come on, come on. This is a quick scene. Okay, he raised the dead. Um, and all the signs that you can read about in the Gospels, that's Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John in the Bible, point towards how amazing Jesus is and, and uh, who he was, his identity as God's son. And then some people, let's, let's pretend, Ailey, you are these some people, some people chose to accept Jesus and believe in him. You're my, and, and understand that he was the son of God, but Daniel, you're representing the other people. Other people chose to deny Jesus and reject him and not believe. Okay, so that was the choice people made. Some further even hated Jesus to the point where they wanted him dead. Okay, Daniel, Ailey, you're now... Ailey, join in here now. You're now representing that crowd. Come on, you're wanting Jesus dead. Come on, get him, get him. And keep going, keep going. You want him dead. They, They arrested him. They accused him on false charges and they handed him over to the Romans. You are now Romans. And the Romans executed Jesus on a Roman cross. Okay? So so Jesus died on a Roman cross. He died and then he was buried. Okay? He buried? Buried? Okay? He's buried. He's sealed in a tomb. 
he was executed and buried. That, right, you can leave now, leaving Jesus. Look, stay where you are, take a seat again. That is the end of scene two. Are you still with me? Okay, this is the, almost in scene three, the last scene, where Lewis is going to be, like, and Declan are going to be stars of the final scene. Um, pause, I'm just pausing the story just a second uh, to actually ask you, did you see the news today about who watches boxing? Who follows boxing? Well, Anthony Joshua, Anthony Joshua, the British boxer, he got absolutely dusted, didn't he? So he ended up losing his titles to a Mexican boxer who was a complete underdog. And, and it surprised the whole crowd as they watched. As, do, you know, do you know Joshua? Do you know the guy, the boxer I'm talking about? Like, he's, he, the, he, he got absolutely squished by this Mexican who you would look at and you think, there's no way. And he lost his IBF, his WBA and his WBO world titles. And he, handed, he had to hand these titles over to the person who beat him, this Mexican um, underdog called Andy Ruiz. Um, and it left British fans absolutely shocked, wondering what's happened to our champion. He's, he's been stripped of all his medals, and we're left wondering, will he ever get back up? Will he ever win again? Right, that is exactly, like that feeling is how Jesus' followers were, were feeling. They had just watched Jesus die. They had just watched him being executed on a Roman cross, and they were thinking, we thought he was the savior of the world. We thought he was the promised Messiah. We thought the one he was going to, he thought, we thought he was going to save us. In scene, scene three, but then he's dead. Is it all over? Has Jesus lost his medals to the enemy? Has he had to hand over his medals? Yeah, boo, hiss. Come on, boo, boo. Right. And then we enter scene three. On the third day, right? On the third day, the ground shook. Everyone bang your knees, stamp your feet. The ground shook and the there was a massive earthquake and then the stone that was, was sealing the tomb rolled away and Jesus rose from the grave. Away, big cheer, come on, big cheer. And Jesus was, caught, Jesus was, was uh, victorious over death. He conquered death and, and therefore he conquered sin. He Death could not hold Jesus. Sin was conquered. He took the titles back as his own. He won as the risen saviour of the world. There's a, an amazing verse in Romans that says, if you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and if you believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, you will be saved. This means, right, people back up, back up, back up. This means that that just right come down Jesus come down um, so we've got we've got Jesus over here we've got we've got the enemy in between us as a barrier we've got us sinful beings here we've got we we turned our own we turned to, to live our own way live our own lives we chose to rebel and get on God and as as Jesus rose from the grave what he did was he stepped in, into in between and bridged the gap between us and God once more 
And so the devil no longer has got power, no longer has got authority. We are saved from all the bad stuff we've ever done or thought. We are just washed clean and we are reunited for God. And Jesus offers life. But the thing is, the life is not just for today, but it's for eternity. And he wants to offer paradise once more. He wants to restore that paradise. And that is the hope that Christians have, that the devil has been defeated, that our sin has been washed away. But the thing is, now here's the thing. This is your moment. Right. Come on. Come on. This is your moment. These boys, give these boys a cheer. Come on. Come on. on. This is your moment. Right. You represent. You guys, come here. Come here. Come here. Into the light. Come here. This is just Declan. Right. Okay. Declan and Lewis. Boys, the the thing is, you... You, you now represent the rest of us. We, we have a choice. Like, turn and look. Turn and look. We've got a choice. Turn around this way now. We have a choice. You can choose to turn this way and look. Okay. We, can, we can choose to look this way or you can choose to look this way. This one is whispering lies. This one is whispering truth. Who will you listen to? Give these boys a round of applause. Well done, Gary. See you guys. Whose voice are you listening to? Are you listening to lies saying you're not good enough? You're, you, need to, you always need to live this way? Or are you listening to the one who has saved you and said, I love you, I died for you, I want you to be in relationship with me? He wants... God wants to wash away our sins. He wants to give us a clean slate. But the question is, who will you choose to listen to? Give these guys a massive cheer. Well done, guys. Yellow mic, please, guys. Hello, there we go. Okay, right. Just let's get practical. Okay, follow me with this. This is, this is easy, right? So let's do this together. Okay, so Mark's just been telling us about how um, the devil tells us lies. And this represents all the bad things that we do and all the lies that the devil tells us. Um, and yeah, so everything that the devil tells us that isn't true, okay? And this here is us. This is our vessel, okay? So this is that time that you stole a biscuit from the biscuit cupboard without asking your mum. I did that. This is the time that Emily, I mean Lucy, bit Emily, Bob playing sharks. And then you grow up a wee bit and this starts to be, you know, when people tell you that you're not cool and, you know, you're wearing like a really ugly jumper and it's not cool. And this is when people say that your hair looks funny and... They don't really like you because your hair stinks a wee bit today and, you know, you forgot to brush your teeth this morning, so nobody likes you because you've got stinky breath. And then this is when um, someone tells you that you've put too much makeup on and it's not nice and you look ugly. And this is when somebody says, you know, like, oh, um, I don't like those jeans that you've got on. They're They're really not cool. And this is when somebody tells you that you're a failure and that you're not good enough. You're not going to get anywhere in life. Uh, You don't deserve love because you suck and, you know, people don't like you. 
because you forgot to brush your teeth this morning. And this is when, you know, you fail your exams, so you tell yourself that you're not going to be successful, that you're going to fail at life because you failed all your exams and you feel like you suck and, you know, life's a bit hard. You know, and this is our vessel. This is what we get filled up with. So these are the bad things that we do and the lies that we tell ourselves and that the devil tells us in our lives. So that ends up being our vessel. And that's what we're filled up with. And, that, and we just go through life. Yeah, cool. Adding more lies. I suck. I'm not pretty enough. I'm not good enough. Nobody loves me. You know. Get this, friends. This is really heavy. But this is what living water looks like. Right? So the Bible tells us that we have everything we need when we know God. We have, we have everything that we need to live a godly life and a good life when we get to know God, when we start reading his scripture, when we know his words, what he says about us, actually what God speaks over our lives and our purpose. This is what that looks like, okay? Follow me. You're still with me, right? We're good, okay. This is living water. This is you reading the Bible once, right? And you're like, God, I get it. I hear you, man. Maybe you're out there, I'm reading the Bible, but you know, like, nothing's really changing. I, I don't feel a difference. Nothing, everything's the same. I don't, like. But then you're like, right, stay with me, right. Anything that's worth doing is worth continuing to do, right? Anything that's worth doing is worth continuing. Yeah, yeah, I'm getting a few nods, cool. All right, so we continue. We start praying to God. We read the Bible and we start praying. And we start to fill up with God. And at some point, things start to change. Our lies kind of start to go away. The lies that the devil tell us start to leave. And our vessel doesn't really fill up with lies anymore. And then we keep going because you're starting to feel a bit of a difference. Things start feeling different. And we keep filling up with God. We keep speaking to God. We keep acknowledging his words and that he's there and we keep praying keep reading the bible i'm really scared i break these lights we keep going and things start to change a wee bit but get this right so you've started to fill up with god living water you're like mm, all right this is cool but then the devil comes back with his lies best bit here guys hold on this is best bit they don't penetrate the surface However hard you push, however hard I'm pushing, devil's lies, no matter how many, they don't penetrate the surface anymore. Because you're filled up with what God says about you and that he loves you and that God, yeah, you're reading God's word and you know that he's there and you know that he loves you. And the devil's lies don't make a difference anymore. And that's how we want you to just leave with that thought in your mind that, that just as as, as Jesus rose and conquered, he conquered sin, he conquered death, he conquered the enemy, uh, the father of lies, the, the devil himself, Satan himself. He wants, to, he wants you to know his truth and he wants to clean you. He wants to wash all your sin away, all your rebellion away. He just wants it, he wants you washed clean like this vase here. And the thing is, it's a choice and we've all individually got to choose which way we'll go. Will we accept what God is saying, what Jesus has done for us? Or will we turn the other way and, and choose to ignore 
what God can do in us. Our hope, our prayer for everyone here is that you recognize Jesus' voice, that he, you recognize he can wash away everything you've ever done and will do, and he can give you this clean slate and offer you truth into your life. And I'm just going to pray just now. And I know that um, I believe that God speaks as we tell his truth, and I believe that he can be speaking to hearts even today. Um, and I wonder, perhaps it's you and you've, something has, has been said that's just really resonated and, and sunk into your heart. Then what I'm going to do is I'm going to pray for you. So, so why don't we pray? Dear God, I want to believe in Jesus right now. I want to choose to believe him that he died for me and in his death, he washed away all my sin. He took my sin on him when he died. And I believe that he's conquered death, that he has risen from the grave and he offers life in all its fullness. And God, I want to know Jesus. I want to accept him. I want to, to be washed clean right now, right tonight. I want to hand you all the lies I've been listening to, all the things that I've been doing that aren't pleasing to you. I want to turn away from these things right now. And I want to turn to you. And I want to receive you in my life. I want you to fill me with you, yourself, your spirit. I want to know what it is to be at one with you once more, to have no more barriers in between us. And I want to follow you and have life in all its fullness for today and for eternity. And I want to know what it is to look forward to paradise once more with you. Amen. Amen. Guys, I'm aware that, that some of you here might have said that prayer, just as I've been, I've been praying that you were really thinking, that's me, I'm, I'm there, I want that. Can I encourage you, just as, as um, we're continuing with this, we're going to sing... Um, one more song, and then we're going to finish. And then during that song, or even after that song, we're going to have a wee team down at the front here, and perhaps some of the FNL leaders as well are going to be here. And they would love just to chat with you and also give you a couple of wee flyers to take away that will remind you of what we've been talking about this evening. And um, we'll be able to give you a Bible. If you don't have a Bible to read, then we'd love to give you a Bible as well. So please do, don't be shy. In fact, if, if you're too scared to come up yourself, then just say, hey, I'd like to come up to your pal. Will you come up with me and bring your pal along? Because they would love to support you in this as well, I'm sure. Um, so can I just invite uh, the team to come forward who are going to be at the front and everyone else, to, everyone to stand um, just as we, we, we start our last song by the FNLers um, and Ailey. Um, so come on, stand with me. Team, come forward, please. Um, and any FNL leaders that are able to, come on forwards. Um, and do, do come forwards if you would like to just uh, chat or, or to take away a flyer or to, um, about what we've just been talking about, then do feel free to do that. So, Ailey, over to you. Thank you.